Welcome to the Crimson Circle. We're here in our studio in Louisville, Colorado. We have a very passionate, wild and crazy live audience. See? We're all very excited, anticipating Adama Saint-Germain as channeled through Jeffrey Hoppe. Some of you are listening in on Blog Talk Radio. Others are listening from the Crimson Circle website. Or you're really wild and crazy, and you are actually watching this live. And <laughs> Welcome to you all. So with that, Jeff, do you think Adamus is ready? Okay. With that. <laughs> that's my life. Is that cough drop good? <laughs> okay. Okay. He's gone. With that, as always, when we start a session with Adamus, Adamus has always asked us to take the good deep breath. That deep and conscious breath that goes fully into each of us. This is the breath of life. When you take a conscious breath, you tell your body, you choose life. And I invite each of us, when we breathe, to open to our mastery, to breathe with awareness and consciousness. And as we breathe, all of the senses open if you choose. So we're going to play some music, and I'm going to ask you to just, and just you hear it with all your senses, feeling it, breathing it, breathing it, and opening to Adamus with each breath. So take the good deep breath. Breathe from the heart of you. When you know who you are And can see through your veils Your old fears become wind in your sails Then your heart heaves unfurled From the hypnosis of your world When you know who you are The darkness light love loves it all cause love has no fight what has passed is a dream what is not here is not what it seems so to hide Love's at your feet And the hand's at your side When your ears 
are your words The silence can always be heard When you know who you are You can't help but let go You know no one's right You know you don't know Paradox becomes less absurd As your hypnosis onwards So that I am Adamus of Sovereign Domain. Ah, welcome back. Ah, yes, before anything else, my coffee. Caldra doesn't drink. Thank you, Sandra. Um, I apologize that Caldra called your dog Puddles. <laughs> she didn't find it so funny, but I don't normally drink uh, – Caldra doesn't drink coffee in the afternoon, but Ah, as long as I'm going to be in this human condition with you for a little while, coffee it is. Mm. So I was at the Ascended Masters Club the other night. <laughs> These are always partly true and partly <laughs> embellished. I was at we have cookies on the floor here. Well, thank you. Thank you for bringing this for me. Is this? Yours, Edith? Oh, this is yours. Thank you. I have food. I have coffee. Mm. Care for some? I was at the Ascended Masters Club the other night. Partly true. Partly true. It's my gift. I'm giving out gifts today. I'm explaining in this story. I'm giving out gifts. I was at the Ascended Masters Club the other night, 
and one of the new masters just coming in uh, said, Adamus, why is it that you chose the month of February, February 14th in particular, to give this message to Chambra? Because, uh, of course, in the Ascended Masters Club, everyone knows. Everyone knows they're going to be participating, watching, seeing how a master of masters does it. <laughs> so this new master said, so Adamus, why is it that you chose February 14th for the message to Shumber. Why not January 1st? Why not your birthday? Why not some other – Jesus, why not some – the camera with all these people looking in like from all over the world? Hmm. Why is it that you chose February 14th? And I said, I said, dear fellow master, junior master, but nonetheless fellow master, I said, there's good reason for it. There's good reason. Because actually, the original name of the holiday, actually of the whole month, was called Saint Germain Day. No, I'll explain. I'll explain. <laughs> really. <laughs> what doubters you are. <laughs> what a lack of sense of humor you have. Uh, because actually, in this is now this is the true part. <laughs> in my lifetime as Saint Germain, in my last lifetime, I made a habit of handing out jewels, but not huge, but you know, little jewels, similar to. Uh, I know you don't have any jewels. What's in your pocket? Uh, those not jewels are not for you, baby. <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now Caldra stopped channeling for a moment here. <laughs> got to come back, got to come back. Okay. So I made a habit of handing out gems, diamonds, sapphires, rubies, small. Made a ha habit of handing these out, and always with a message for the one I handed them to, always to remind them of what was really in their life, what could be in their life. Most of them took the jewel, the gem, literally, and ran down and tried to sell it off right away. <laughs> but some understood what it really meant. So initially the day was called – the month was called St. Germain Month. It truly was. If there was any written record of it uh, at all to validate, but actually there was a movement to call it Saint Germain Month. However, that got changed by the powers to be called <coughs> the Church, uh, and and they were so confused they knew they had to change it from uh, Saint Germain Month, the handing out of gems and jewels, to something else. So uh, they came up with this Saint Valentine. And uh, first of all. I don't even think Valentine was a saint at the time. They kind of made him a saint after the fact. They couldn't even decide which Valentine it was. There wasn't just one Valentine. There were numerous ones. They did a little research and found a Valentine that actually had married a lot of um, the, the soldiers, uh, particularly the Roman soldiers, uh, to, the, uh, to the Jewish people, and soldiers of of uh, other nationalities that were in conquering countries. Now that's not real hard to do, to to marry you know men and women, young age, you know, 
so, so it became St. Valentine's Day, not St. Germain Month. But uh, I'm suggesting that perhaps we should petition the Vatican to uh, <laughs> reverse that. Reverse that. But indeed, I did hand out gems and jewels. Now today, Calder's pockets are empty because of Linda made sure that there was nothing there. I'd be handing out money, a lot of it. But instead, I'd like to hand out some potentials today. Now, there's actually potentials here for everyone, everyone. What is a potential? Something that has yet to be chosen and experienced. And every one of you has tremendous potentials. Hard to see sometimes. You tend to see only what's right in your face. You tend to see what um, the things you're struggling with, the things you fear. You tend to stay kind of limited because of that. But today, let's open some potentials. Hmm? I'd like to start out, Mary Sue. You have a potential right now to be bringing through Walter, channeling Walter. But you just have to, you have to recognize the potential. You have to recognize that he's standing right here. And you have to recognize, yeah, he was over there, but yeah, right. Uh, sorry, Walter. Uh, but you have that potential. He, he'd be more than happy to work with you. Now, Mary Sue's going to say, but I don't know how to channel. Isn't that just for <clears throat> the elite? <laughs> that was Caldron, not me. Stop that. But you do. You know how to channel? You just open your mouth and go, or start writing. Get out of your mind, get out of your doubts, and just go. That potential is here for you. Thank you. Yes. Ah, deep breath with that. And Patricia. Oh, Patricia, over there. Patricia, hello. Uh, Patricia, you've been kind of um, uh, working on more practical things in your life, life, human life kind of things, but now. This potential, which is so radiant around you right now, if, if we get a shot here, look how radiant she looks. Yeah, a potential to have it happen now. That, 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 what would you call it? creativity? That amazing inspiration. It's all, it's all around you. I can see it. Everybody can see it. Now you can add your light to it. It's there, and you don't think about it. You don't worry about it. You don't come back later and. Read the text transcript of this session like 50 times. What was he saying? Were there hidden words? No. It's here right now, and you just breathe it in. That creative surge, that inspiration, that'll have you doing something, well, that you weren't necessarily expecting to do. It's not linear. It's not like an extension of what you've done before. It's something different. Yeah. So you take a deep breath with that. Oh, I, uh, this is like this is better than handing out jewels, isn't it? You'd rather get yeah, oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Half the group is yes, the other half is not. no. Scott, Scott. Oh yeah, <laughs> you have a you have such a potential, and it's yours, and it's your partner's. There's a medical situation going on. It's really a matter. Uh, truly, literally a matter of whether to stay or leave uh, for your partner. 
And, but a lot of it's based on you. While it appears that your partner, your, your loved one, is going through this um, traumatic situation, it's really yours. You see, he's taking it on for you. You have the potential to stay and to have life the way you wanted it, without all the other burdens, to, to have clarity and to stay to actually enjoy life. You wonder about it sometimes. You wonder, can you really enjoy life? Is that possible? Maybe it is better on the New Earth. And your partner is acting this out for you, and you have the potential right now with your choice. But also, I'm going to expand that a little bit, if, if you're okay. I'm getting personal. Um, we, don't, we don't pray. Uh, we don't do a lot of uh, ceremony at all. But what we do is we all shine the light of potential. So for your partner, who is Sam? Samuel, for your partner, let's and you, let's add our light to their potential for joyful life right now. We're not pushing healing. We're not, we're not trying to inflict healing, because that's lacking in compassion. We're simply being the masters. You're being the masters that you are. You are being in what I call an ineffable presence. Uh, I'll get to that later, but you're, we're just being there, all of us right now. You don't have to know what he looks like, where he is, what the condition is. It has nothing to do with that. It is simply illuminating potentials that may otherwise be hard to see for the people, you and Samuel. So let's do that right now, if you're okay with that. Okay, so everybody here online. Take a deep breath, and let's just bring our light. There's no praying. There's no forcing. We're not trying to heal. It's like turning up the light in a big, dark room, so that you can start to see everything that's there, including the potential for truly joyful life and a joyful life together. Let's take a good deep breath with that. You thought I was kidding when I said that it should be St. Germain month. Uh, and the funny thing is that each and every one of you can do this. Each and every one of you can do it in your lives. Oh, hello, Teresa. Hello. Would you stand up, please? Yes, thank you. Um, actually, I'll come back to you, because I think everybody can see. So. Um, typical that a human gets confused, particularly when they're coming into their mastery. What am I supposed to do? Where am I supposed to live? What next? Oh, and the anxiety that comes through because of that, the, the, the anxiety, the restless nights. Am I doing it right? Am I doing it wrong? Let's just stop right here. Let's illuminate a potential. Let's illuminate a, po a potential, put a light on a potential of things that you weren't even looking at. You know, you get kind of in the mind and linear. What should I, what does Spirit want me to do? Uh, and you try talking to me about it. It doesn't matter. 
I really said that. So what you do, sorry, is you take a good deep breath and illuminate potentials. Open yourself up to things that you weren't just seeing through the old eyes. You come into the master sense. First of all, it doesn't really matter where you go, as you have heard. Secondly, the answer, the, the, the knowingness, is going to be there when you take a good deep breath and it's coming in right now. And the answer, it may take days, maybe a week or so to unfold, but it'll be there. So stop stressing. Big hug. <laughs> oh, I like these all moments. Yeah, they're so good for all of us. Okay. And, um, oh, I could go on all day with this, but we have much to talk about, but I will talk to you, <laughs> Paul. So, so, Paul, you've got uh, there's a lot of potentials around, but oh, how do I say it? You 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 just kind of get more comfortable with uncertainty sometimes, and there's something kind of not pressing, but really present, really there for you. But you're just kind of like, well, I'm not sure, and maybe I'm. Can I be honest with you? You play with it, but you're like, maybe I'm, maybe I'm past my prime uh, for a big project. Maybe I don't have the energy. Maybe, maybe I'll just play safe. So there's a potential that's not really so safe, but it's fun. I mean, it's really fun. You like fun things, but, but uh, generally risk-free fun things, kind of. You've. Uh, You've taken a lot of risks earlier in your life, big, big risks, and then you said, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay in the safe space." But I can tell you're not really totally happy in that safe space. Kind of a little boring. But then you say, "Well, what am I supposed to be doing?" It's like you just come to that potential, come to that illuminated space, and then and then you don't worry about it. You don't think about it. You don't worry, are you going to go back to old habits? You don't worry about if you're just going to be playing it safe. It's so right, and it feels so good that it's just there. You do it. Thank you. Good. So we could go on and on, but we have other things to cover. So you can turn down those glaring lights. Oh, no, keep them up, because we're going to do something. <laughs> but let's come back to St. Germain month. <laughs> It's all about potentials. I, used to, I truly used to hand out gems, uh, beautiful little jewels, as kind of a reminder of the potential to everybody in their life of what they're not opening up to. There's a big difference between opening up to something and pursuing something. You know, pursuing as in goals, as in sitting down and saying, <laughs> as sitting down and saying, uh, I'm going to plan this. There's a big difference in just opening up to potentials. They're all there. They're all there. Whether you're worried about what to do next, where to move, whether you're just biding your time, you know, just living out your last few decades on this planet, you just open up to it. And it doesn't take any effort or any work. You just acknowledge that you're opening up to it. 
And then it's there. And then it's making a choice. What do you want to do? So let's take a good deep breath for all the potentials that are in your life, all of the things. It's no longer limited like it used to be. It's no longer just narrow and small. There's so much. And you know what? You don't have to struggle with it. You really don't. You don't have to think about it. You just allow your openness. That's it. Shine your light on your own potentials. Good deep breath. Next. Uh, Linda, with the microphone, please. Next. I'm going to do some questions. And the first question is, why do I always ask questions? If Linda, you'd <laughs> that's a good question to start with. Why do I always ask questions, uh, usually at the beginning of the shouts? Uh, anybody? At the beginning of the shouts. Why? You want to tap into our energy where we are right now? See no, if we're full of bullshit. Machio or we got here. Yeah. But but that's I good. Can't I can't say I, I like don't know, answer. but Yeah, you can't say no. I don't know. So um Yeah. Um because if you do then you go to I don't know purgatory. And I I have <laughs> already been out. there. Yeah, you've been yeah, there. I, yeah. yeah, it's <laughs> Yeah. So why do I ask questions at the beginning of our gatherings? Well, for me to answer it, I'm it Makes me be here. Thank you. Good. Good. A couple more. Makes you be here. Because you think I don't know the answer already before I ever ask? Yes. Why do I ask? I think that we define our reality by the questions we ask. Yes, you do. Yes, we do. And so I would have said that that would have helped us by putting them in words, it helps us understand where we are. Yes. Good. Okay. A couple more. Why do I like to ask questions to start off our monthly shouts? Oh, I love the reaction to when somebody handled the Scare the shit out of us when the microphone comes. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. That's You've a been good talking one. to Carrie. <laughs> yeah. You know how easy it is just to sit here, get comfortable, watch the show, uh, and, and kind of fall into kind of like, a, kind of like your. Um, lulled world. When you know that microphone's coming around, and you're trying to avoid it, by the way, a little hint, if you do not want to get the microphone, don't be saying psychically, Linda, don't give me the microphone, because all she hears <laughs> I is, I that. want the microphone, I want the microphone. <laughs> so yes, that's a good one. Are you, do you have the shit scared out of you just now? No. 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 Yeah. But, but usually, and I was doing that, no, not me, not me, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, now you got it. Doesn't it feel good though? Yeah. Get that microphone and ah, uh, yeah. You guys want me to sing to you? Sure. <laughs> no, you don't. No, you don't. No, you know you mentioned that. <laughs> I, I did I ask her to sing? Did I bring it up? Go ahead, you're on. No, I'm not going to. I'm not. You going have to. Sing. to. No. Yeah, I'm yeah, do, do it. it. <laughs> you know, I, I say that because you had a reason for saying that. I wasn't just a coincidence. I didn't prompt it. Nobody else was humming next to you, I don't think. <laughs> okay. Uh, I've been a little embarrassed lately speaking in front of people. I felt a little uncomfortable. So well, let, let's, that's probably let's what do a that new is. potential. Here, let me give you one of these potential gems. Here you go. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, don't spend it all in one place. 
So now you've got that potential open up, and it's like, oh my God, the potential is here. What are you going to do with it? Sing? Oh, holy shit. Okay. <laughs> Happy St. Germain Month to you all. Good. How's that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure to get near the top of the charts. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Now you're saying, doesn't it feel good you, you dove into that potential? Watch it. Oh, I'll no, watch you, myself no. like 50 times and critique myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Isn't that funny how humans do that? <laughs> I, you, know, it, you know, it's like, why not just be in the moment, the ineffable moment? Why not just be in the moment and just do it? But you're going to go back and look at it and critique it. At, you know, how, how did I look? How did I sound? God, was that stupid. Jeez, if I had to do it. Just be in the moment. Who cares? Don't go back and look. Please don't. No, don't. Okay. More? No, I'm going to move on to the next question. Oh, come on. I want to ask a celebrity to okay, answer. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Why do I ask? <laughs> Edith, Edith, Edith. How are you? Lady Edith. Yes. Edith, why do I always ask these questions? Because you enjoy it. It pleases you. It does. Why? Because you're smart. <laughs> Duh. Uh, <laughs> because, may, do, were you thinking because I want to taunt people? No. No. Oh, you were thinking that? <laughs> I knew it was coming from somewhere because I just like to taunt people. Why do I ask, why do I ask you questions? You like to see us uh, love ourselves, make ourselves alert, and allow. Yeah, I, I'd stick with the alert part of it. Yeah, yeah. Alert. Alert. Uh, we're all participating in this, alert to be present to every one of you, whether you're here or watching and online. When I ask the question, everybody answers it right away. Uh, what would I do if I got the microphone from Linda? What would I do? Oh, God, uh, don't, Linda, don't give me the microphone. <laughs> it brings consciousness. It brings some life force energy to these gatherings by asking the questions by all of us, all of us being involved, being part of this. And the questions are good, too, because they're all timely. They're all literally based on what we're going through here right now. So, good. Next question. Unless, Linda, was there anybody else yeah, you... No, that's okay. For now, that's good. Okay. Good. Next question. Um, what, what is the primary thing that's been going on since the beginning of the year? It's only been, what, 30... Five thirty-six days. What, what's that dynamic that's been going on since the first of the year? Good, Mofo. How do you do? How do you do? I'd have looking to say, good, uh, Mofo. Well, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, same back at you, pal. Yeah, yeah thanks. All righty. <laughs> um, I'd say a heaping helping of uncertainty. I like that. Yeah. Heaping helping of uncertainty. Yeah. Any reasons why? Um, it's just getting. It's getting rolling and rolling bigger and badder, and everybody's getting more uncertain, more yes. scared. Or like Chambra, we're just getting more badass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Don't go back and listen to that. Uh, oh, that <laughs> well, no, it be was badass? good. It was good. That's why. <laughs> because you take something that was so good, you're humorous, you're, you're charming, uh, witty. Uh, but then you go back and what did I say? I want to see what that is. And then you it sounded so oh, nasal. Yeah, it sounded nasal. Oh. Or, yeah. I had a booger. Well, why? Had, you, you know, 
by what Linda calls it a bat in the cage, you know. <laughs> oh, or charming. Or then you say, why did I stand there with my hand in my pocket? What was I doing with that? And tell you in the <laughs> in the moment. Okay, thank you. Good answer. Couple more. What's kind of first of the year? What's been going on? How would you define it? First of the year. Let's see. Linda's prowling. Back to Miss Henry. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. Even if you're sitting far in the end, she'll find her way over. Um, what we really need uh, is one of those big boom microphone arms no, that I like the exercise. glides over the audience. My, I can test my flexibility. No, you can run, you can run it test from my, the little no, controls. No, I like my flexibility. So now we've distracted you. What has been going on? Um, getting past the doubt. Ah, okay. Good. How, uh, your own doubt? Um, group doubt and then getting into what is mine and my yeah. doubt. Yeah. yeah. I Lots like that. of it. Good. Okay. Thank you. More? Sure. Three more. Okay. First of the year, what's been going on? What's that thing you're really dealing with? Choosing life. Choosing life. Mm. Yeah. That's, uh, you know, that's a good one. It's a bad one, but it's a good one. It's mm -hmm. like it brings up everything, you know. Uh, and and I'm I'm promoting. I'm aggravating. I'm provoking that whole discussion right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, in in things like Pronost and things like Kehok, uh, even in in the shouts and in our personal conversations, I'm provoking that. Uh, this whole thing, new earth, old earth, where do we go from here? It, it hurts. I mean, we could just be doing nice um, kumbaya things, but uh, I think we need to really, really walk on at this point. So, yeah, yeah. Should I stay? Tough one. Tough that's, one. That's the question. That's a big question. And when you look at that question, should I stay, without a lot of light on the potentials, when you're just looking at, is it going to be five, ten, twenty, thirty more years of kind of the same? It's a pretty gloomy report. Uh, it, it doesn't come back so well. So that's why we're in Saint Germain month, opening up to the potentials. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good. Okay. Thank you. Oh, I love this. Yes. And you can feel, just uh, before Linda hands that microphone to anybody, you can feel how this – can you feel the layers of uh, energy movements right now that are occurring in the room? And it's, it's big and it's small and it's like, you, you know, you want to cry and you want to laugh and, yeah, it's, it's all there. Mm. Yes. How would you define it? For me, it's been freedom. I sold my home. I feel like there's Great. potentials. Good. Did you get a lot of money for your home? Good enough. Good enough. Okay. Yeah. Good. Uh, and what are you going to do next? Travel. Good. Good. <laughs> Excellent. Where's the first place you're going to go? Uh, well, Hawaii's on the docket. Yeah. Uh, Florida and Hot Springs. Hot Springs. Good. I'm Glad you didn't say Colorado Springs, you know, I mean, <laughs> just an hour away. I mean, some people don't think big, you know, well, I think I'll take a big trip to Colorado Springs. <laughs> Go visit Garden of the Gods one afternoon. And it's like, okay, good. Thank you. One more. One more. What's been going on? 
since the first of the year. There's a try to mix it up. There's a very notable uh, chambre energy. They're passing the mic, Linda. <laughs> it just keeps going away. Yes. Well, one huge uh, roller coaster yeah. ride. So yeah, yeah. Good freedom, and definitely. The thing about the roller coaster ride is that. You know how the roller coaster is up, up and down? down yeah. This one is going backwards and forwards, forwards at the same time and up and down. Yeah. And it makes no sense. It, it, you, how could a roller coaster be going forward and backward? This doesn't make sense. But actually, it does. Good. Thank you. Thank you for being here. My answer, what I've observed, the reason why I bring up this question, uh, pretty, pretty simple doubt. Doubt. Few of you said it or uh, came close to it. Doubt. It's a time of a lot of intense doubt in, in yourselves, uh, tearing you apart in a lot of ways, and doubt about the world and what comes next. I mean, there's always a degree of doubt, but now the doubt is so profound and so notable, and really working at very deep levels. Doubt about. Are you doing the right thing? And you're not alone in this. When other masters, the very few that have come this way before you, when they get to this point, a lot of doubt. It's shaky grounds. It's a roller coaster that goes backward and forward at the same time. It's a questioning what to do. And so often happens, you're not looking at the whole light of potential, you're just looking at your past. The, where you've come from, trying to project into the future. And you, you, you have feelings inside you that there is something about to break loose. Uh, Patricia, in particular, here is the example. Something ready to break loose. But then you start analyzing it, you start uh, mentally assessing it, and you start using the past as a comparison, as, as at least a, a measurement. For it and saying, but can I really do that? And then you doubt yourself, and then kind of like Paul, you got these great ideas, amazing inspiration. The guy's a master, but then he plays it safe. Uh, and pardon me for picking on you, but you play it safe, uh, and so many of you do. Not that you need to do anything. You don't. There, there is, you don't need to do anything. Uh, you could just travel. Uh, you could just take it easy, but. Then you don't do something. And it's very, very challenging when there's something inside you that so wants to really do something, particularly in this last lifetime of yours, to go out with a great fanfare, to go out with an extreme burst of creativity and inspiration and the things you've always wanted to do on this planet, even if it's just telling the planet, I'm out of here. <laughs> In a really big way. I'm so out of here. Have fun in your shithole. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm using that as an example to just, you want to let it out, you wanna, but, but you don't. And, and so you suppress it. And uh, I'm, not, I'm not recommending that you all go and do this tomorrow, but haven't you had the feeling you're just like, I am so out? You know, I know some of you. Um, some of you did that in your school days. You got to a certain point in some of you in high school, some, some in university, and one day you just woke up and said, 
this isn't for me. It's maybe for the other people, but it's not for me. I'm not going to take another two or three years. Some of you did it, you know, just months before you graduated. This isn't my path. It might be somebody else's. I am so out of here. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know where I'm going to go. I don't know how I'm going to survive, but I'm sure not staying in that boring hellhole any longer. I'm going to be me. So that's why you're the Chambre Pirates. That's why you're amazing. And that's why I bring this up. There's a lot of doubt going on right now. Be okay with the doubt. Uh, you know, when you start doubting doubt, oh, oh boy, and you got a big headache. But be okay with the doubt. It's, it's just that little self from, from the past that's trying to play it safe, that's trying to protect you. Okay, big deep breath with that. Next on the list of questions. Ah, let's let's uh, do a little uh, role acting here, okay? You're in front of a uh, of a group of about oh, 50 or so people. These are newly awakened humans. They're, they just they just read. Uh, um, uh, my own conversations with God, uh, conversations with myself, as Kathumi called. They were inspired. They, they, they just they had a big opening, or they something happened in their life. They're just starting to awaken. You know what that's like from what 10, 15 years ago. You know that level of kind of naive uh, in, in inspiration. That oh my God, look what I've discovered. Uh, now. Here you are, as you are today, as beings coming into mastery. You've gone through some of the tough times. You've gone through that initial euphoria of awakening. Oh, there's something else. And now here you are, a number of years later, having gone through a lot. What two or three things would you tell? So it's going to be like you're in front of a group. You're the master. You're the teacher. And You've got uh, a limited amount of time, so you have to get right to it. What are you going to tell this group of newly awakened beings? What are the, let's say, two or three main points, or if you really want, just one main point. What are you going to tell them about this journey? What sage, wise advice are you going to give them? So. Linda, would you come up here to the board and let's turn on your magic pad thing over there? And uh, technology, it's amazing. She can stand there and it's going to show up over there. Unbelievable. What comes next? And, um, uh, and oh, so, what we're going to do is we're going to role play act. Uh, remember, take a deep breath because <laughs> some of you are freaking out right now. <laughs> act of consciousness, it's all an act, okay? So Linda's going to call on you, but she's going to be standing here writing on the board, which means you have to come up here oh. to the chair. So Linda, uh, you pick. I'll step back. Sart. Sart. So you're talking to <laughs> now, now is when you know if you're on Linda's good list or bad list. <laughs> I'm not saying which is which. So. Uh, Sart, you're talking in front of a group of approximately 50 
thousand, if you include the camera. Hello, Shamra. <laughs> what? You weren't so shy. I'm trying not to be. What couple of points Sorry. would you have? Um, don't listen to anybody else. Listen to yourself right off the bat. Um, what else? Oh, be like Sart. <laughs> um, Sart, I, that, that really isn't, this a, isn't this a contradiction? <laughs> Didn't you just say, anybody else catch that or is it just me? Listen to yourself. Don't listen to anybody else. Be like Sart. <laughs> no, but okay, that one's off. Okay. And Linda's going to be writing these. Could we get the, uh, Magic board up on the thing. So what, okay. was, what did he say that was worth writing? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> what do I say? Nothing matters. Uh, yeah. Uh, Listen to yourself. All right. Okay. Uh, enjoy life. Do what you want to do when you want to do it. I know it's hard money-wise and all that good do stuff it. that you can uh, think about, but do it for yourself. When you want to do it. Okay. And, and now, this is a group of awakening humans, and they, they're going to be having a little bit of a journey in front of them. Anything else you'd like to share before you leave the stage? Anything else about awakening into mastery? Because to me, this sounds like a, a cakewalk. <laughs> like they're going to walk out the door, oh, you know, blissed out. and. Anything else you'd like to share? I'm just saying. Go for your dreams because that's what they are. They're good. <laughs> that Macchio? Now, I, I didn't say that, but the audience kind of did. Uh, no, no. If if you were all awakening humans, oh yes, yes, yes. But but you're not awakening humans. You're coming into mastery. You're not necessarily going, yes, yes, yes. You're kind of going, are we not addressing the big elephant in the room? <laughs> There's a really big elephant in the room. But that's just my opinion. It's, you've got the stage, Master. So uh, listen to yourself, enjoy life, go for your dreams. Yay. Let's do a poster with a kitty cat on it and then. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Next. It, and it's, by the way, it's not easy being up here. Thank do you, you, sorry. Do you want a new page for each person's? No, just keep writing. Okay. I don't know how this thing works. Uh, oh, oh, new person. Uh, that would be, that would be the doctor. And you're also welcome to run into the audience, hand okay. somebody the microphone, Thank you. run back up here. I can do that. Thank you. Please. <laughs> now, Thank you. you have 50 Newly Beautiful, awakened humans. wonderful beings out yes, here. Yes, yes. The first thing that I think is very, very important is to love yourself. Many of us grow up with all kinds of abuses and uh, things told us that aren't true. They're limitations. So let go of the limitations and just love the amazing, wonderful being that you are. I say that first because my second thing, you got a hell of a road ahead of you. <laughs> it's hard, it's challenging, it's difficult, it's scary, it's frightening. 
Um, but if you love and trust yourself, trust the creator that you are, you'll do fine with it and come out where you want to be. Um. Actually, you had, a, uh, you had a very believable presence here. Uh, very, very believable. Yeah. I, I can see you actually doing this. Uh, I have for many years. Oh, so wonderful. <laughs> Good. Thank you. Thank you. Linda? Okay. Who are you going to volunteer? I'm going to volunteer David McMaster. Oh, David. I'll take your chair. Well, <clears throat> the first thing I would recommend is to stand up, put your head between your legs, and kiss <laughs> your, bus good, your butt goodbye. I, I'm not going to write that down. Yeah. Could you demonstrate, David? <laughs> That's, this is where I go into the audience and pass the mic. The Give me something I can write. Yes. Give me something I can write. So let's just take a breath with that. I will. It is all going to work out. It's all going to work out. It's all going to be okay. Your humanness is not responsible for your enlightenment, your awakening. So what would you distill that to? It's going to be okay. Human is not, human not responsible. Okay. Yeah. At the same time, in going through this process, it's going to bring up tremendous anxiety and doubt. And that is the time to truly trust and accept yourself and know that you have never, ever done anything wrong. So enjoy life, breathe, and allow. And allow is the simplest but the hardest thing that you'll do because you'll doubt it day in and day out. But just allow. Thank you. Very nice. Next. Lot of wisdom in the room. Lot of good, good. Uh, next. Okay, the next would be Jan Luce. <laughs> this is Linda's list. Notice I play the nice guy. I don't, <laughs> I don't call anybody up. Go ahead. I think the thing that helped me get through the most was um, that you can't make a mistake. I think that was the biggest aha for me, that oh, through my life I always felt like whatever I was doing was not correct, I was not following the right thing, I was not doing the right thing. So for me, for somebody to tell me that I was not making a mistake was huge. So if I was to tell you that everything you do is okay, that you can't make a mistake, um, that would be the biggest piece I think that I could say to you. Can't make a mistake. Good. And, and do, you, do you abide by that in your own life? I mean, is this something that was easy to take in? No, I'm still working on it. But it's a very good thing to understand. Yes, I think so. Good. Um, that, that was how do you feel standing up here? Uh, a little nervous. Good. Okay, but, but you came into a potential today. I did. You did. Oh. Standing up here like this. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Two more. Straight behind you. We have other you. things to cover. And now everybody's thinking, oh good, only one more after this. Hopefully, <laughs> percentage-wise, there's only a 2% chance I'm going to get picked, and maybe it won't be me. Yes. Good afternoon. Um, one of the greatest gifts out of this process that I've experienced is opening up to the allowing and allowing that I exist but not only just allowing the I exist, but feeling the I exist within you, within myself, and feeling that so deeply that you begin to live the I exist in your daily activity. And that has been such a great gift to really go into the deepening of the feeling of that and the allowing and knowing that Along with the human, we, draw, we go into the master sense of moving beyond the mind, beyond the five senses. We open up to this great potential that we just allow. And it's a feeling that the, the human, I don't feel the human really can get a feeling of to move beyond that with that sense of just moving beyond the five senses, beyond the mental state. And you open up to this expansion of the, the infinity of allowing that I exist within you to become the infinity without beginning, without end, without termination, and feeling that within yourself. Good. Do you feel the passion? I mean, it went from a little nervousness. I'm uh, nervous. Yeah, but but actually, you you <laughs> too much chai, <laughs> but but you channeled that nervousness into passion, and it could be felt. Uh, it was very very good. Thank you. One last one. Joanne. <laughs> well, you're wearing the jersey of a really classy dude. Mm -hmm. That's true. Yeah. Hi, Peyton. <laughs> okay, um, it's gonna hurt. Do you think Peyton is watching? <laughs> sure, he is. Oh, okay. We're buddies. Oh, sure, okay. <laughs> well, he's a little busy right now. He'll yeah, watch yeah. it later. Yeah, so. yeah. You guys, it's gonna hurt. You're gonna release a lot of things that you've been carrying on for lifetimes upon lifetimes upon lifetimes. It's gonna hurt. So I suggest you take care of yourself. Make sure you exercise. Eat really a lot of live food, a lot of water, and love yourself. Go dancing as much as you can. That releases a lot, trust me, on that. And there was something else I had. Don't sweat the small stuff. Don't be so hard on yourself. We're not perfect. Who would want to be perfect? Don't sweat the small stuff. And have some fun. Right? Woohoo! Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, I forgot, there was one last one uh, I wanted to do. Uh, dear Linda. I'm oh, you don't need a microphone. Go ahead. Linda, you, you were a classroom teacher. Here your classroom are, are newly awakened, the virgin 
of awakening. So what would you tell them? When you, do you want me to write it down? Does it have to have not already been said? I, it, no, it's anything you want. Anything you want. I'm going to cry. Um, life, that would be a good one. Yeah. Life is a beautiful experience if you allow it and can just be with it. And when you do that, your true I am immediately is always there for you. Okay. It's not fair, everybody else. Well. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Uh, and we can turn these down a little bit so I'm not glaring in your eyes. Uh, the Adamas teaching a class of newly awakened students is going to be a little bit different, uh, as you really? could imagine. Number one, uh, you, now you're, you're all the newly awakened. Number one, there is no going back. Forget about it. It's too late. You should have thought about this earlier. <laughs> you are so. <laughs> I, uh, I wasn't going to say screwed, as somebody said. <laughs> I was going to say, you are so into awakening now. <laughs> screwed. Uh, that's my point number one. My point number two any resemblance, uh, any semblance of yourself is going to be obliterated, crushed, pulverized over these next five, ten, maybe twenty years. Get over it, because it's going to. Because it's going to. It's going to happen. It is going to happen. The you that's sitting here in the chair right now, with that big macchio smile on your face. <laughs> this is what I would do. It's true, yeah, it's true. Think back, like I'm talking to, to all of you a little while back. Where was I? The <laughs> that big macchio smile on your face right now. Remember it, because it's going to be a long time before you're smiling again. I'm addressing the elephant here. Because, because from awakening to mastery changes everything. You realize that it's not the human that is going for perfection, not the human trying to be a better human. This is the thing that you've desired in your heart and soul, is to be the divine, to be the I Am. So there will be times, more times than not, that you are going to absolutely feel awful. Emotionally. Shh. Give me my, give me my talk. Emo somebody should have said this to all of you 15 years ago, right? Emotionally and physically. And when that happens, Understand it's part of awakening. Maybe it doesn't have to happen in future generations. Maybe there are some real pioneers like you that are going to go through this and blaze the trail and smooth the path. Maybe. But what you're going to go through is going to turn you inside out. It's going to put you in face-to-face -face confrontation with your own demons and dragons. Mm. It's going to be a nightmare. and. And each and every one of you will come through this. Each and every one of you will eventually come to your mastery. And it won't be anything like you think it is right now. It won't be anything like you have imagined it to be. It will be infinitely 
better. It will have so much more potential. It will have so much more meaning. And you will not just talk about loving yourself, but you will be in love with yourself every moment. That's what you have to look forward to. These next years are going to be difficult. I know it. I've been through it. And this group that came before you called Chambra, they know how difficult it is. But I want to let you know right now, as you're going from your early awakening into your mastery, that we, not just I, but we are with you every step of the way. Myself, the ones who came to realize their mastery in this lifetime, the ones who called themselves Chambra, the ones who walked on in some of the most difficult times, we are with you every step of the way. That's what I would say. So let's take a good deep breath. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Because I want to address the elephant that's in the room with all of you. I want to address that fact that it tears you apart at so many levels. It puts you in, in face-to-face with parts of yourself that you didn't want to look at. And we're not trying to recruit people into this. We're not trying to sell them on the, the wonders of enlightenment uh, at all. Matter of fact, matter of fact, we all of us have done a pretty good job of chasing people away. <laughs> but rightfully so. Why, why give the paint some macchio picture for them when it is the hardest thing you're ever going to do? When you're caught between that rock and a hard place, your last lifetime on Earth probably, when you're facing some of the greatest fears and challenges and wondering if you can do it, wondering if you have it within you. And then some of the great words that were written, if you can go back on this, trusting, allowing. These are, these are the basics of uh, after you get through the, you know, the early awakening, you start getting into mastery. Trusting and allowing. Trusting and allowing before you go on. Loving yourself, yeah, but that's still kind of a nebulous concept out there. Loving yourself sounds good. Not many people really know how to do it. It comes later. Uh, trusting, allowing, and understanding you can't really make a mistake, although you're going to think you have. You're going to think you made the biggest, dumbest mistake ever getting into all of this, and then you're going to realize it was the greatest gift you ever gave yourself. So let's take a deep breath. Oh, yes. And these were just my opening comments. <laughs> Actually, what I do want to say before we go to the, the next thing. So notice the wisdom that came through up here. Notice the wisdom from all of you when you came up and shared. And, and yes, there is a tendency sometimes to do a little macchio. You know, you're in, you're in front of a group. You're, you're being broadcast all the, around the world. But, but you start to get down to some of the core things that are important to you. This, this is your wisdom. This is what you've learned, and this is what you're going to be sharing. And Let's just open that potential here in the month of St. Germain. Let's open that potential for all of you as teachers, uh, whether you're in front of a group of 50 who are newly awakening because your book just came out, the book that says Enlightenment. Don't do it. <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm serious. That would be a great title. 
You know, uh, if you had a, a book, Enlightenment, The Path to Roses and Cookies, uh, it's like everybody does that. Yeah, Enlightenment, stay home. <laughs> I heard <laughs> Enlightenment, don't do it. And then in small print, way down at the bottom, unless you are absolutely committed to yourself. Bestseller, uh, absolutely. Just the title. Doesn't really matter what you wrote on the inside. But uh, so, uh, but I want to comment on and what what you all felt and heard here today. A lot of wisdom, and you were looking at yourselves from ten, fifteen years ago. You were taking a look and what the the simple truths that you've learned, and now you're sharing. And, and the ability to do it with humor as well. Truly amazing. Every one of you had flashes in your mind. What would you, what would you say to this group of 50 newly awakening? And what I do encourage you to do is uh, get on your um, social media thing and share it with others. Uh, uh, share it, but no criticism. No criticism. Share it. Put it out there. Uh, what are the two or three things you would say to this to this group. Okay, let's take a deep breath and move on. Master Sense. Sandra, could I get some warm coffee? I mean, hot coffee. This has gone suddenly cold. Yes. Uh, a little cream, no sugar, fresh brewed, not from the pot. Uh, no sugar, cream, fresh brewed. You wanted brewed, to go to Starbucks? Fresh brewed. Uh, no, no, no. Make it. You have a machine back there. Uh, thank you. Hey, I'm a master. And so is she. She can easily say, make your own. And I probably would. Yeah. It's a potential. No, it, it just expired. <laughs> yes. Just expired. So. We go now into the master sense, and I'm going to be talking about this for a while. I'm going to be talking about your five human senses, and some of you are going to get bored, and you're going to say, he keeps talking about that. Yes, until you realize it. It's a big difference between uh, having information, having facts and figures, and actually embodying it, realizing it, bringing it into experience. So I'm going to continue to talk about the human senses. And the master sense. And please, uh, again, not all these comments. I just want something new every month. No, you just want something to distract you. This is this is the essence of where we're going now. Okay. The first thing you're going to notice in the master sense, and some of you already have been. The very first thing is the disorientation in time. First thing, it's it's uh, like the basics. It's the 101. And just as you were talking to students before, to the awakening students, and giving them three, two or three things. Now I'm talking to you, the masters, and saying the first thing you're going to realize in your master's sense is a disorientation in time. It could make you nauseous. Uh, it could make you absolutely feel like you're falling apart, that you have no reference points anymore. 
And it could absolutely make you feel like you're going crazy. You take away certain basic things that you've uh, held yourself in with, time and space being one of the most basic. You start to shift that, and you could think you're going crazy. What I'm telling you now, dear Masters in being, what I'm telling you is let that be okay. When you start feeling absolute disorientation, uh, vertigo, um, no spatial relationship, I mean, like, like you've never had before, be okay with that. Because if you resist it, if you try to get back into what you call your reference point, your, your cage, you try to get back into that, you're going to negate the effects of being a timed being and a timeless being. The Master sense we go beyond time. Here's kind, of, uh, here's kind of the difference. And by the way, you're going to be able to be in both at the same time, and that's really going to be confusing to the mind. It's the roller coaster going both ways at one time. It's really disorienting to the mind, and that's okay. So I'm telling you this as one of the two or three important points going forward, just like you told your students about what it's like to go into awakening. You're losing your reference points. Imagine for a moment, if you would, that you're standing um, shoulder deep in a river, small river, and the water is moving by you. Not, not rushing, not going to knock you over, but you can really feel the water, if you would. And let's, let's do something kind of mirabi. Let's put on a little music on this one. So you're standing, and let's turn down those lights. So you're standing in the river, nice clean water, of course, and you can feel the flow of water all around you, on your body. You can feel the temperature. You can feel that force, that, that there's a pressure as the water flows past you. You can feel the smoothness of the water, even though it's pushing on you. It's kind of flowing around you. You can feel its presence. It has a defined presence, this water. And it's always there. That flow is relatively consistent, always there. That flow, the feeling of the water flowing around your body, is a constant reminder that you're in the river, that you're in the water. It's constantly saying, You're here, you're. You're alive. You exist, because you can feel the water flowing around you. This is what time and space are like. There is a constant flow 
There's a constant kind of a pressure. There is a type of uh, what I would call gentle resistance, a joyful resistance. In other words, you can feel it. And in this case, time and space moving through you, you can feel it. It's in every part of your biology, every part of your mind. Time and space are like the river. It was a big uh, kind of a leap coming to the understanding that you're not going through time and space, that it's flowing through and around you. Now, in this example, in the river, feeling it against you, it, it kind of makes sense. Ah, oh, yeah, time and space are the things that are flowing. And if you move your hand in the water or your leg, time and space, or in this case, the water, responds. You're not running through the river. You're not pushing the river as you go. It's flowing around you. That's really the way the whole principle of time-space works. But what happens is now there is a constant, the flow of the river. It's constant, always there, to the point you forget that you're even in the river. You actually start forgetting that there's a flow. You forget that there's kind of a force. You can feel the current. You forget that there's a resistance or a friction. It's a constant. It, it anchors you. And actually, the flow of the river really never changes, nor the temperature, nor much of anything. It's always there. So pretty soon, you just come to accept it, never to question it, never, never to wonder what it's like not to have this. It's always there. It's a connection. And this is what it's like. It's what it's been like for you, the flow of time and space. Move a leg, move a hand in the river. Dip yourself down. Put your head under the water. It responds to you. It flows around you. This is time and space. And this is what humans do. Okay, let's take a good deep breath with that. That's, that's kind of the, the overall feeling, the dynamic of time and space. That's what you've been used to. But as you already have started to, to notice, 
starting to change. Starting to change. And here's uh, an example of the difference. For the typical human, the river flows to them, through them, and away. They, they, they won't even recognize that. They, don't, they think they're going through time and space, but they're in the river. What happens as you come into your master sense, suddenly you have a different situation. And it goes like this, a little music. Now you're in a big, warm, beautiful swimming pool, just you, nobody else. Nice, clean, warm water, and you let yourself go underwater, submerge, just kind of float. This great big pool, beautiful, warm water. It's right at about body temperature, so you don't really notice the water. And it's not moving. It's just there. There's no pressure. There's no force. You're just kind of floating. Let yourself feel that for a moment. This is kind of like timeless. That water is in the now moment. It's not pushing against you. It's not going anywhere. You are in a pool of potentials, timeless potentials. Just there, you're just there. This is timelessness. And the first thing that you're going to realize as a master this is nice, but what am I supposed to do with it? So I'm just floating in a pool of warm water. What am I supposed to do? First, allow yourself to be aware of the difference between the moving river and now submerged in this pool of warm water. There's some similarities. They're both water, but everything else kind of different. This is timeless, what I call the ineffable moment, ineffable presence. Ineffable means without description. No trying to quantify it. No trying to define it. 
just floating, not being pushed here or there, just floating. The ineffable presence, the I am, surrounded by this ocean of potentials that exist beyond time and space. That's what that water is. All potentials. It's also time and space, but it's very different than the river because the moment the moment you choose now to experience something, the moment you choose to be creative, the moment you choose to express yourself, suddenly that non-moving water, that time and space which is not moving, suddenly gets activated, suddenly. Then it moves in absolute perfect response to your desire. But unlike the river, it doesn't just flow for an eternity. You can change it, you can move it, you can adapt it, or it rather adapts to you the moment you choose something. And it's out of time and space. It doesn't matter if you're here in this pool of water, this non-moving time and space. It doesn't matter if right now you're choosing something that the human in the river would have thought was in their childhood, because there is no time and space, Master. There is no past. There is only the ineffable presence. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter here in this pool of time and space potential. If you are choosing to experience something that the human back in the river thinks is in the future, thinks is upstream somewhere, not here in this pool, because it's timeless. To the human, that's mind-boggling. How can that be? The human's been in the river for lifetimes and lifetimes and lifetimes, and it doesn't know anything other than the river. It relies on the river. It depends on the river. It uses the river to justify its existence. But here, in the master sense, It's just you in this warm pool of time-space potential. That child that you were, that child that was unsafe at some point, is here right now. along with the Master, 
a master that some of you would call from the future, but it's not. They're here. In this pool with you right now. Those aspects of you that you've struggled with, they're in this pool right now. Along with the fully integrated self that you are, all right here, fully integrated. You know, there doesn't have to be linear time and space. You don't have to stand in the river anymore. Hell, the others don't even realize there's a river. You can be in this pool. That child that you were that felt so unsafe can be here right now in the absolute safety of this pool. Right with that master, that master that you're trying to become is right here. There's no separation, there's no distance. They're all here. And suddenly, a very funny thing starts happening, a very profound thing starts happening. You see, they've always been here, always, always. They've always been together. And suddenly that child, that wounded, unsafe child, realizes it is also the integrated master, also, and. The human that you think you are right now, trying to make its way through the river, <laughs> trying to become the master, suddenly realizes in this timelessness that the master is already here. There's no separation anymore. And they all can be here. They all can share this ineffable presence. And suddenly everything changes. Suddenly that unsafe child is no longer unsafe. That adult that failed in some things is no longer a failure. That person that's trying to become a master is no longer trying, because suddenly all the potentials are illuminated in this place without time or space. You're already there. You don't have to heal the child. You don't have to justify the mistakes. You don't have to try to be the master. They're all here. 
then suddenly, in this beautiful moment, I'm drowning. What was I thinking? I'm underwater. I'm floating around in this pool. <laughs> I'm drowning. Where is I going to catch my breath? That's going to happen. Would you rather have me just tell you, oh, you'll learn to love yourself and it'd be so joyful and you'll have. Uh, yeah. I'm telling you right now what's going to happen. Yeah, for today, yeah. I'm telling you right now God. it's going to happen. Because the first thing that you realize in the master's sense is that there is timelessness and you're going to be in time as well. You're going to still be in the river and you're going to be in the pool both at the same time. And you're going to be going along like we were now, going, oh, I really like this. The music is so nice, by the way. That's from Johann's new Mirabson album <laughs> CD. <laughs> and, and, and you're going to be, oh, this is so nice. I'm in the pool just floating. And then all of a sudden, you're going to have this shit realization, I can't breathe. How long have I been underwater? It's the human screaming out, saying, what's wrong with you? You, you get all this the spiritual stuff, but you forget the practicalities like you gotta breathe and you have to have a job and you have to eat and you got all these problems from the past and you can't pay your rent. You see what happens? Get used to it. Get used to it. And it's also going to be a disorientation of significant proportions, not to be ignored by those who would otherwise like everything to be sweet and nice. You're going to feel absolutely disoriented physically. Your body, well, you're already going through that, but your body is just going to feel, what is going on? It's going to be that scream, like I just did, that says, you're drowning. It's going to be your body going, where is the river? We need the river. Are you crazy? Let yourself have this experience. What's wrong with you? Get back in the river right away, without that force, without the pressure, without standing in the river for endless, endless lifetimes. You're going you're gonna to die. You're going to go nuts. You're going to go crazy. I'm playing the part of the mind. What are you thinking? You've done this before. Remember when you've allowed yourself these frivolous fantasies, your, your unicorns and your everything else that you have, your macchio. I'm trying to help you. Get back in the frickin' river right now, like everybody else. Just stand there and let the river just pass by. What are you thinking in that pool? What if the pool is owned by somebody else? What if there's alligators <laughs> in that pool? You're not even supposed to be. You don't own a pool. You don't have enough money to own a pool. And you're standing in a pool. You're floating in a pool. And what if there's alligators that you can't see because that can happen? <laughs> and this is reality, my friends. Just like you were talking to the students. Uh, who are coming into awakening? I'm talking to you who are coming into your master sense. First thing you lose is the balance or the rigidity of time. It's really cool at first because you're just going to be floating along in that timeless, that ineffable presence that, oh, God, does this feel good? It's so liberating. And then suddenly, reality, your old reality, the river, the, <laughs> the river reality. So, Get ready for it. Are you okay with that now that you know that it's going to happen? Now that you can go, oh, yeah, I remember. We talked about this. Oh, now I'm not so worried about it. Uh, now I'm okay. 
So you are going to feel the effects of timelessness. Be with it. Be bold and daring. Open up to potentials. Okay? Okay? This is St. Germain's month. Well, uh, historically, this will always be St. Germain's month now. Open up to the potentials that exist in timelessness. In that timeless state, what happens is um, I'm using classic examples the wounded child, the failed adult, and all the rest of that. And the master, the integrated ascended master who comes to the ascended masters club at night, and the wannabe masters, they're all there. And you look in the face of yourself as the ascended master, as the master in coming, you look at that and you go, Oh, I did it. Not in the far off future, in this pool, in this presence. I did it. And that little kid that was battered and beat and felt unsafe and all the rest of that, that you've been trying to heal and process and everything, doesn't need all that. It just needs to be there and go, oh, hey, it worked out. Good. I'm going to go back to playing now and having fun and not worrying about the outcome because it all worked out. Me not worry type of thing. So, so you lose this whole sense of time, and in the timelessness, it's amazing. Because you no longer have false veils and false separation in a very linear life that you spent standing in the river. So, but you you will feel at uh, times um, nauseous. Please don't start taking uh, vertigo medication or anything like that. Maybe some natural supplements, but get some body work. Get some body work. That'll really throw you off. Because <laughs> no, truly, get body work. Not to try to force yourself back into the river, but to release the concept that you had to be there in the first place. And when you're getting the body work done, go into the pool, the warm pool, and own the pool, by the way, and get rid of the alligators if there are any. And suddenly you realize, hey, this time-space thing, which is really a part of the whole plasma projection onto Bond and all the rest of that, your reality, this whole time-space thing. Was a big was a big trick in a way. It, it, this time and space are like the water, the warm water in a nice pool, just waiting for you. You could float around there for a long time. It's a big pool of potentials. That's all it is. You float around there, take it easy, and do whatever you want while you're floating. Listen to nice music, and then the moment you desire to express and experience to have your creativity come roaring forth, then you start to feel the current, the movement now of time and space in absolute response to you. When you were in the river and it was just flowing, 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 you know, it wasn't really personally responding to you. But now in the pool, it starts personally responding. It's amazing. Suddenly you see what you can create, but the moment you start playing with that, in the big pool, the moment thank you, the moment you start playing, you're going to get that scream from the human that's standing in the river saying, "You're drowning. What are you doing?" The moment you start basically just moving and expressing in the pool, and you start to feel how time and space really respond, really bring forth energies. 
it's it's so simple and startling and amazing that the human's going to scream, "You've gone crazy now! You are nuts now! What are you thinking? Where are you going?" That's when you have a big laugh, a big smile, and you say, "It doesn't matter," because well, just feel into it. What is really more real? What is more true to you? So that was the first thing. The second thing. Let's take it. Let's take a deep breath for that. We have all night. You don't leave until later tomorrow. Let's take the second thing. Okay. If a <laughs> if a tree falls in the forest and there's nobody there to hear it, does it make a sound? I created that question, by the way, in the mystery schools. I did a lot of things I've never even told you about. Um, so if it if, and this is a good mystery school question. So if the tree falls, nobody's there to hear it. Does it make a sound? Yes or no? Yeah, uh, in, in yes and no, kind of, but not really, because <laughs> we can go down this rat hole for a long time. If in order for anything to be real, to exist. To manifest, consciousness has to be present. Yeah, consciousness. So now you could argue and say, yeah, but that tree falls and uh, it still makes a noise because you could put a measuring device, microphone, and your statometers or whatever they're called out there, and it's going to register a noise. Well, isn't that device part of consciousness, measuring it? So it's like, well, we have to let that one go. Because because consciousness was present. Maybe there's a fox or a squirrel Maybe there's a fox or the squirrel. And uh, but you have to have enough consciousness to be able to talk to that fox or squirrel and say, Was there a sound yesterday afternoon at three forty five? And then if you had that kind of consciousness, then you were probably there when the tree fell and probably did make a noise, but if you weren't there, does it really? Actually, we can bring this down to almost a scientific level. If it fell and you're not there, there's no consciousness there, you also don't have the sensory device of your ears. Actually, it does not make a sound. It makes a vibration. The ears interpret things as a sound. Yeah. And the question then is, does it even make a vibration? But let's stick to the original thing. Does it make a sound? No, if you're not there. And I use that as an example of also saying, in the Master's sense, get over the fact that you have to hear it. It's the presence being there. And it might be a vibration that's perceived. It might be uh, something other than the hearing, other than the hearing or eventually the eyes. That's a whole different shout. What I want to talk about right now in relationship to this is to carry that question forward. Does does a space exist without consciousness? Without consciousness. Does other dimensions that are out there that have never been necessarily visited or been to by, by soul beings, do they then exist? 
This is the master's form of the tree and the sound in the forest. If consciousness has never been there, do all of these other dimensions exist? And the reason why I present that question, by the way, the answer is no. The answer is no. Consciousness has to be present for anything to manifest, to become real. Otherwise, it does not exist. And I bring this up because the next thing you're going to realize with the Master Sense is that you're going places now, you personally, you as a group, you're going to places that you've assumed existed, you assumed were there. You're going to uh, dimensions. You're going on journeys to places that do not exist. They are called the no place. They don't exist. Nobody's been there. Nobody's. What about the new earth? Totally different subject. Totally different subject, Edith, um, which I don't want to get into right now. You're going to be going in your timeless, spaceless state of being to places that uh, aren't in the heavens. They do not exist. And in the Master's sense, this will make total sense to go someplace that is not even there. It makes total sense. But to the human, this is a huge challenge. It's the old, well, you know, if the tree falls and, and nobody's there, will it make a sound? If nobody's been there, does it exist? You're going to be going to uh, they're not really even dimensions. They are states of consciousness, states of being. And when you go there, the human mind, the human that's in the river, is going to doubt it. That's why at the very beginning of this long shout, the very beginning, so what's been happening since the first of the year? And the baseline answer is doubt. You're going to be going there in kind of a, in consciousness, in realization. But you're going to be going to these states of being in your kind of your mind. Your mind's going to be aware of it, and it will doubt, and it will say, unless it was already there, the near Earth realms, your dream states, unless it was already there, then how could I be here? If I didn't even create it, I didn't effort into it. I'm suddenly here, but it was never here before. I must be going crazy. I must be making all this up. And you're not. You're not. There are realms that you're going to go to, that not archangel realms or spirit family realms or uh, galaxies. There are places that do not exist right now. They're in the great potential of no place at all. And you're going to be going there. Generally, on individual journeys, generally by yourself, it's going to be so damn confusing for the mind. It wants reference points. It wants the river of time and space. It wants definition. It wants uh, something. And you're going to be going there in what I call this ineffable presence, undefinable, 
even to the, especially to the mind, undefinable. And I'll tell you right now, just as you were lecturing the Awakening students before, and now I'm lecturing to you, the, the Masters, it's going to feel strange and beautiful at the same time. And when you think about it, or feel into it rather, you, th- you feel into it, you want a reference point. You want something to, uh, as I always say, the mind is associative. It needs something to associate. But you're going to, you're going to perceive things that, well, a good example, a good time to put on some music, and we'll do a little, you know, Rob Chacha with this. I'll give you a good example as the music starts playing. So, you all know what colors are. We're some very nice colors here today. And you're very uh, familiar with the color spectrum. A lot of you know how to mix colors to get other colors. But an example of going to a place that's never been gone to, that does not exist, and that you didn't actually have to uh, work to create, is like being in a color that you've never perceived before, neither has anybody else. Color. Not green, not blue, not orange, not black, not white, but yet it's a color. The Master sense, understands this totally, and it doesn't need to go to like a cosmic color or something that angels see but humans can't. The Master has a knowingness that there's colors that were never there before, never seen by even God, ever, ever. Now, that's a big one for the mind. That's a really big one. The mind is like, well, no, somebody had to make it. You know, I'm just going to visit. No. There are colors. There are spectrums. There are dimensions that do not exist, even in the mind of God. There are places and spaces that you're going to find yourself in that nobody has ever, ever gone to. And you're going to wonder how it got there. You're going to wonder who created it, how old it is, this place that you suddenly find yourself in. Who does it belong to? going to realize nobody's ever been there, ever. That's what you call this creativity and bond together, this inspiration, this passion. On the backdrop of Bon, the screen 
where any reality can be created, and nobody did it. It's one thing to say you're going to take off on a journey, <coughs> let's say a holiday. You're going to go someplace that you've been to before. It's what most people do. They go on holiday. They go back to the same place. Maybe they change hotels, but same place. It's comfortable. And then sometimes two people say, "Ah,、oh, I want to go to Japan. Never been there before." But other people have. It's already there. So it kind of makes sense. You hop on an airplane, you go to Japan, your first time. But it's been there forever. Well, been there a long time. When you experience what other people have been experiencing for a long time, and eat food that other people have been eating for a long time, what happens if you go on a journey? Some place that doesn't exist, that doesn't have a history, and nobody else has ever been there before. But suddenly, it's there. That's pretty amazing. But then your mind is going to say, "You're drowning. Breathe." You're going crazy. Remember when you did this before? Stop. Get back. And that's when you, as a master, with the master sense, takes a good deep breath in the in your presence, and you realize you're not going crazy. You're just getting out of the zoo. Let's take a good deep breath with that, and realize that to add even more confusion to it, you're going to be experiencing it simultaneous to what you would call your river rat self. <laughs> you're going to be experiencing it simultaneous to driving down the street, driving to the grocery store, putting up with traffic. Thinking about your kids, what has to be done later in the day, your bills—it's going to be happening simultaneous in the ineffable presence, and that's when you take a deep breath and say, "I am so into my master sense." That's when you stop and remember this day. Where some of you got on stage trying to communicate to the ones who are newly awakening, communicate what's going to be happening to them, talking about what comes next as they go from awakening to mastery. You're going to remember that that was a brilliant distraction in this Saint Germain month. A brilliant way of me now being able to tell you what comes now with your master sense, going timeless. Going to places that do not and never have existed is not crazy. It's just part of mastery. The human self is going to scream out. It's going to try to do everything it can to stop you. 
it's going to go into doubt, the doubt that you've been feeling since the first of the year. And that's when you take a deep breath and you say, all is well in all of creation. With that, my dear Shambra, enjoy until we meet again. Thank you. Thank you. And so it is. I invite each of us to stay with that good deep breath, not just this now moment, but in each moment that it serves you. Stay with a good deep breath. Take the good deep breath. Really the tool of mastery. At this point, we're going to say, we're going to close this presentation. Thank you to Jeff Hoppy for, I think thank you, thank you, <laughs> for channeling Adama Saint-Germain. Thank you for being here and participating. And as we close out again, thanks to the staff, thanks to the audience, thanks to everyone listening. We're going to play the video again. And this, just to remind you, as we close out, this is actually from a movie about the prof, uh, Cahill Gibran, the prophet. And the song is actually by Damien, very famous Damien Rice. So as we close, that's what, that's what we close with. So thank you. We hope to see you again soon. That'll be the first Saturday in March. Thank you very much. Thank you for being here. Thank you. When you know who you are And can see through your veils Your old fears become wind in your sails Then your heart heaves unfurled from the hypnosis of your world When you know who you are The darkness, the light Love loves it all Cause love has no fight What has passed is a dream What is not here is not what it seems so So